everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Hey, what's going on? This is Star Wisdom Broadcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Carbo. Today's January 30th, 2017. For some of us, it's already uh, 31st of January, last day of the new year. Last day of the first month of the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, today's episode is entitled, Like Waking Up Early, Year of the Fire, Yin Rooster, 2017. Uh, calendars are really important. Uh, calendars are what we use to calibrate our awareness, where we put our attention. Most of us use only one calendar. We use that um, Gregorian calendar, the solar calendar, the way the sun travels around. Excuse me, the earth travels around the, the sun. And uh, this is where we get the 12 months. This is the calendar we use in terms of the zodiac, the Greco-Roman calendar or the Babylonian calendar, or the Aries, Gemini, Taurus, etc. calendar. Whereas the calendar we're going to look at today is the lunar calendar. It's, it's a lunar calendar used mainly in Asia, uh, China, Vietnam, Taiwan, and some other countries. The lunar calendar. Solar calendar, awareness of We'll say the physical, lunar, calendar, awareness of the subconscious, which is all the same, the subconscious and the conscious, just how you look at it, we can say. I remember hearing this one meditation, uh, Indian man, he was, he was explaining how the sun and the moon, when meditated on, and when one imagines the sun radiating from your heart chakra, your chest area, the center of your body. If you place the moon, the image of the moon there, you should be able to manifest with your will. Sun and moon together, manifestation. So why not learn about another calendar, another way of perceiving things, the lunar calendar, and put it together with your solar calendar. We use many calendars. Today we're going to talk about the lunar calendar. Uh, for all you cut and paste scholars out there, I didn't cut and paste this uh, lecture. I just actually took notes. I'm learning to read some articles, read some books, talk to some people, experience some things, watch some YouTube videos, and I got a list of things I want to talk about. We'll start off with something fun, an origin story. The origin of the Chinese zodiac. Supposedly, there was a lunar emerald king, better known as the A Buddha, 
who was celebrating a birthday, the first of spring, the first new moon of spring. And he wanted to commemorate this by giving a gift to the people of China, a gift of segmenting the, the 12 sections of time. But what better way to use this 12 section of denoting time than to have some type of symbol that people can relate to? that see in everyday life. Because that's what symbols work best when you can relate them to your own life. So he got together some of his animal friends and uh, told them that he would like to use their image, their likeness, as the representation of one of the 12, each of the 12 Chinese zodiac sections. So a group of these animals, they got together and decided to... uh, have a race to decide the placement of these uh, animal symbols or totems in the in relation to the calendar. Well, uh, this race consisted of going through a, a lavish and lush forest and culminating to the finish line, which right before the finish line, the animals had to cross a strong river with a great current. And the first touch foot on the other side of the riverbank was the winner. Um, and thus, the Jade King would denote or the, the certain animal in their respective place on the zodiac wheel. Um, first, we have to get to the shore were three animals. One was the cat, one with the ox, and then one with the rat. Or mouse. Before crossing the river, the the cat and the mouse decided to partner up and cross the river on the back of the ox. Uh, supposedly, at this time, the cat and the, and the rat were friends, or at least friendly and cordial. So they hop up on the ox. Ox wades across the water. Right before they get to the banks, the rat pushes the cat overboard into the water. Rat jumps off the ox right before hitting the, the left bank or the right bank, depending on your perspective. And uh, voila, number one. The Jade Emperor names the rat number one for its cleverness and resourcefulness. Uh, while the cat floats down the river and the ox comes in the second second place. Next we have the tiger, who was the lord of the forest and the land, swimming across the strong current, um, coming in third. Next, we have the cautious rabbit coming in fourth. As he hops along the rocks across the river, because he doesn't want to get his, his uh, very luxurious fur wet, and probably because he's scared, too. He doesn't want to get wet and swept away in, in the current. So he uses his intelligence and agility to hop across the river on a rock. And another rock, and another rock. Next we have the dragon, the mythical creature, the only creature that we can't really find today, per se, a snake with wings flying. Now the dragon was the smart was on the smart money or the, the favorite to win the race. And uh it was flying along, flying along doing well, and then he sees a village on fire. 
and the people in need. So he stops, makes it rain in the clouds, thus putting out the fire. The Jade Emperor rewards the dragon's customer service um, and denotes the dragon as the number fifth animal on the zodiac wheel. Next, we have the snake and the horse. The horse and the snake um, usually get along pretty good. I wouldn't call them best friends, but they get along pretty good, we'll say. The snake hops on the leg of the horse before crossing the water, right before hitting the bank. The horse notices the snake and gets frightened because horses get frightened very easily. So the snake hops off the, the horse and thus becomes the number six animal on the zodiac wheel. Next, number seven, the horse. The great work, work ethic. Next, the sheep or the goat, the monkey, and the rooster, rooster or chicken, uh, hop on a raft and team up to go to wade across the river. Uh, that's some good teamwork right there. First to hop off the raft was the goat or sheep, and the monkey, and then the rooster, which year we are in today. Next, the dog with his, with his fun-loving love of life and play puts the race on hold while he plays and enjoys life, thus coming in a number 11. And last, bringing up the rear, is the pig or the boar. Because it's with the, with the Jade Emperor or Buddha's birthday celebration, uh, food was abundant everywhere. That's one thing about Chinese New Year. Uh, abundance, abundance, abundance. Start off the year how you want to finish it, having abundance, having a great meal. So there was a great meal, a lot of food around. The pig was like, yeah, I'm going to enjoy myself. Eats up a lot of his favorite foods. Then she goes to sleep. And she got tired. Wakes up and said, well, i got to finish the race. Swims across the river and there you go, number 12 on the zodiac wheel. So allegedly that is how we have the 12 animals of the zodiac. Hmm. Um, in in China, which is the biggest country in Asia, we have most people know the zodiac, know their sign, right? Uh, in fact, asking someone's zodiac sign is a polite way of asking your age, right? Because you don't want to ask them your age, and you can't figure out by the the, uh, the regular regular the regular zodiac we're used to like the western zodiac but with because the lunar zodiac goes by increments of uh uh the whole cycle is 12 years right so you can kind of figure out when someone was born right so that's a good way of politely and discreetly asking someone's age because most likely the person's going to be happy that you asked or trying to figure out something about them, get to know them, that they'll just tell you and say, hey, oh, okay, that means you're this age, you know? But when you're revealing your zodiac sign to somebody, a lot of folks, uh, they may start to judge you, which is normal. I don't care. I do care what people think 
But uh, I want to say that most people judge for good or bad or just because. And when you tell someone your zodiac sign, it's a good way to find out about that person's future or or mis, misfortune, their, their, their future fortune or misfortune. It's a good way to find out. Not the end-all, be-all, because we all make our own destiny by our will. Um, however, it's a good way to find the parameters of that destiny. And then also, too, the personality, because these animals uh, represent archetypes or personalities that each person has. And it's just that if you happen to fall on, your birthday happens to fall on one of these days, one of these years, uh, you have that type of energy, per se. Along with all, you have all the energies. However, the predominant energy is represented in the year you were born, the driving force or the tint or the style you have. So we can say about one-fourth of the world's population believe in lunar astrology. For me, it's a good way to figure out and to, and to see how, um, by knowing some of, a little bit about this uh, astrology, lunar astrology, how the, the trends of the world are set. People use this. They use it for their business um, practices. They use it for their children. They name their children. They, they use it for uh, marriage. They consult with the birth chart before someone's married uh, to see what's compatible, what will work, what won't work, right? Uh, certain animals get along better with certain other animals, you know? Certain animals are seen as more lucky or successful than others. For example, the year of the dragon is very auspicious, meaning very lucky and very special in most uh, Asian cultures. So people want to have their child born the year of the dragon a lot so much so that people end up having like a cesarean in order to speed up the birth process if they're on the borderline or cusp of being uh the next zodiac sign which is like snake um or for example if it's year of the tiger which is sometimes seen as unlucky um uh they'll they'll try to maneuver the birth in a way where it won't fit into that, you know? But the funny thing about that is uh, a lot of a lot of the top uh, money makers in the world, a good percentage of them are the quote-unquote more unluckier signs. I think a lot of that has to do because there might be like less competition because less people are born during that time, especially in Asia, that there's less competition. So they are able to rise to the top, to the top faster. Whereas, uh, like, you're the dragon years, there's so many people being born that, uh, for example, like Taiwan's birth rate went up 5% the last year of the dragon. Like, the, the, there's so much competition during these years that there's so many people fighting and fighting and fighting that it's hard to stand out sometimes. So, um the use of the birth charts in, in, in Chinese astrology are very, very, very critical in determining situations and destinies um, and planning ahead, right? This lunar calendar is interesting here in Taiwan because uh, you've got a regular calendar, quote-unquote regular calendar of Gregorian 
uh, years starting January 1st. And then you have the lunar calendar superimposed on top of that calendar a lot of the time, uh, which is the lunar calendar starts the beginning of the year is the first new moon when you don't see, that means when you don't see the moon, right? So this is basically the, I think the 27th with the New Year's Eve lunar calendar, so the 28th, and we're on 34. So we're like on the fourth day of the new year. So it'll say like the fourth day of the new year right now, even though it's January 31st, right? And uh, there's very auspicious days in this lunar calendar where you'll see people burning uh, if altars, well, they use like a, like a like a furnace, looks like a little barbecue pit, or as they say in Japan, a hibachi, where you throw like let's say paper money as an offering to the ancestors, your ancestors or your gods, you know, in order to 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 bring luck and uh, guidance and actually help the people on the other side. They just did this in the form of a ritual. So every day I see people burning some type of. Uh, offering to their gods or leaving food out on a table, like decked out in front of their house or business for these uh, gods and goddesses and ancestors. Um, it's a good way to for them to keep uh, a spiritual connection to the unseen, whether you believe it or know it. That's another story, you know, but at least they're attempting, in my view, to make a connection to the unseen to the to the scene, right? We say the mundane and the spiritual. The mundane, the everyday reality, the spiritual. Um, last year we had the year of the monkey. 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 <laughs> monkey, very chaotic, very chaotic. Uh, a lot of surprises, a lot of sudden changes. A lot of fun, too, uh, that monkeys, uh, as we... As I know firsthand, because I keep a symbol of a monkey around me, I have my my little dog, puppy, Trinity. Uh, We got her in the summertime, around in July. She's a monkey dog. And uh, she uh, definitely acts like a monkey, very curious, very uh, expressive, always making us laugh, but very wise, too. You know, don't sleep on the monkey. Yeah. Very wise, and they usually don't get mad too often. If they do, it'll be very harsh for a second, and they'll forget about it. And I saw this this year. A lot of people were showing out. A lot of people showing out, you know, last year in the in the in the world stage with these elections, um, and also too in the in the in home life and everyday life, in the local level, right? What do we see? This Omar Johnson type uh, SETI uh, interactions. That's like monkey, monkeyness in a way, you know? Uh, and then to bring even more interesting light to it, we see uh, even Omar Johnson's dad getting into it. And that's more representative of the rooster, I think. We'll get into that later. Um, think about a rooster, how it likes to uh, stick out its chest. And, be the first to wake people up, we'll say. Um, yeah, Chinese New Year started this year on the 28th of January, and it goes for 15 days until the February 15th, right? Excuse me, it goes 15 days till um, 
the holiday last 15 days to the next full moon, right? So new moons are actually really good to set intentions, meaning uh, a wishes and a prayer, a, a plan of what you want manifested, right? So this Chinese, this Chinese New Year of Yud, the Yin, which is a female energy, fire rooster, uh, fire dynamic energy, goes from the 28th of January 2017. 17 to February 15, 2008, right? The ding you, as they say, fire rooster. The yin fire can be the, the spark to start something destructive, right? Can be, right? Especially now since we have, uh, I believe, oh, I see how you're in Mars, uh, went into the sign of Aries, which is the home ruler. So that's very, <laughs> that can be seen as very destructive. Uh, yin fire. Mm, yin fire. Yeah, that yin fire is known to um, a good uh, indication of there could be a lot of conflict, arguments, chances of worldwide, world spread wars. Um, in the West, now we see that with the uh, with the um, the whole main, the mainstream media now saying that Donald Trump and his insiders are trying to uh, maybe start a coup. You know, we see that with uh, Donald Trump actually uh, seems as though he's trying to really break away from the globalist way of doing things and more nationalistic and putting, like he says, putting America first. And uh, we see this, these yin fire, yin female, intuitive fire with the the large women's movement uh, march, right? They have it every year, but this one was huge all over the world. Man versus woman fire. <laughs> now we see this with the flat earth debates. We see this on the... Um, Thinking about the world star hip hop uh, founder, Q died. Thinking of all the quote unquote chicken head fights, right? Uh, uh, all the all the uh, people boasting on like a rooster on the on the um, on the videos, fighting and flashing, you know, showing off, right? So this rooster energy, roosters. Um, they also represent not only like the, that f- with that fire going on, that rooster fire, fire. Oh yeah, I didn't tell you tell you all this. But, uh, the Chinese zodiac also not only has the twelve animals, but they have five zodiac uh, elements. They have fire, uh, wood, earth, water, and metal, and each one has a certain energy to it or archetypal level, right? And you combine that with the um, the yin and yang energy, yang, more masculine uh, energy, uh, overt, uh, manifest material action, which is to the yin, intuitive, female energy, right? So we have yin fire, yin fire rooster. This is the year of the yin fire rooster. And you can find your, your zodiac sign out. Chinese zodiac, lunar zodiac on the um, on, on any website, just search it. How to find my Chinese a lunar zodiac? 
time. And I'll tell you your element and your fire, and your, excuse me, your element and your, and what polarity, masculine, feminine, feminine yin yang. So yeah, so this rooster energy represents, we can say, for those familiar with the Virgo energy, right? Organization, uh, focused on a, can be focused on a on a detailed task, right? Get stuff done. The roosters are self-assured, usually highly motivated, able to control others. They make a they make good managers, right? Right. Um, think about a rooster uh, over. How he presides over the hens, right? Using one rooster and a whole bunch of hens, right? Think of Foghorn Leghorn from um, Looney Tunes. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say. You know, he was always trying to put people in their quote-unquote place he thought that they deserved to be in. Right? So he was managing over the hens, right? Also, a female rooster actually likes to be... Uh, uh, the superstar in a group of females too. That's what I was talking about. Chicken heads, you know. Uh, the rooster, the male roosters are usually very. Uh, they can be very romantic. Uh, they have a strong, um, like sexuality, but with them, um, the man's men roosters are usually good with women. Think about. We'll see a lot of this energy of this manosphere movement. Uh, gaining more and more momentum, manosphere, you know, like uh, the the return of the ma- masculine energy, return of being a man's man, you know what I'm saying? So uh, these roosters, um, they're very precise and they have an organized manner about them, right? The but. The rooster with the yin energy can uh, they can also be very demanding and nervous, right? So trust, but also the yin instinct, since it's a feminine energy, is more in tune to your instincts. So if you trust your instincts, uh, you can really learn a lot about a situation, right? Keep it organized, but trust your instincts. Don't be afraid to follow your gut, as we say. Roosters make good, uh, like I said, they're very independent, so they make good managers, but they tend to follow or sw- follow trends or swayed by public opinion. You know, so mm, you may be swayed easily. People can be easily swayed into doing things they don't really necessarily know why they're doing it, but they see everyone else doing it. I think of peer pressure this year. You know, as a forecast, careful with that. Uh, these roosters uh, usually have a very strong opinion and uh, the, the and strong feelings. They're not afraid to let people know those feelings, even if they are offensive to others, right? Even if they're offensive to others, right? Um, the rooster years usually are prone to arguments, but also y'all like this one. Rooster years usually are attributed with mass 
massive searches for truth and also the interchange of many conflicting ideologies um, are out there. You'll see like how it's all integrated. Like how can this person think this when they say they're this, you know? So it's like that don't judge a book by its cover. But some of us who aren't able to keep up with that fast um, analyzing and and digesting and then spitting out what you don't need and moving on to the next thing, like a rooster energy does do, this might be exhausting, seeing all these conflicting ideas going at each other. So some of us might have to step away from social media. Some of us might have to step away from the YouTube to the YouTube, <laughs> YouTube or other places to get information. In order, so you can, you might get like be dizzying, you know, maybe too much overwhelming, right? But for those with a strong will to search outwardly and inwardly, this could be a very interesting and fun year. And also a year of waking up, you know, to who you really are and what you really need to do, right? Um, back to this, the year, the rooster, the year in the man's man, right? Um, we'll see. Um, that's why some lady said on a, on a thing, on that interview, why do you like Trump? Oh, because he's a real man. That's what she said, right? And then this other clip I saw the other day of uh, someone put together of, of Trump talking over his wife, per se, when they're interviewing. And what? And then the the connotations, the actual the print, the text was saying like Trump doesn't even let his wife talk during the interview and stuff. Uh, and it said Melania Trump, they know she knows that to let her man speak before her, right? Um, who knows? Maybe that they have that agreement or whatever. Maybe it's different behind closed doors. But the the but the what they chose to show the world, though, is that he has a lot to say and he wants to say it. And I guess she's, she she supports him, like it or not. She supports him speaking, right? Um, yeah, speaking of Trump, everyone wants to talk about Trump, 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 Trump. Like, I don't even really want to talk about him, but it seems as though that's the number one name. It's like these people act like He's the like a fine ass supermodel or something. Like people just want to talk about him. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny, but then again, that's what people want to talk about. So um, I could talk about like somebody's chart, uh, Zodiac. That's a rapper. You know. However, not everyone really cares about rappers, even though you might. You know. Um seems like the collective consciousness or the consensus, uh, meaning the majority of people, they want to have Trump uh, as their attention and their in their in their sights. So we'll talk about this chart for a minute. Um, Trump's uh, his birthday chart for Zodiac is a dog. Is a dog, which is interesting because I don't even think he owns a dog. Um, that dog is a, the dog is usually aware of its limitations. So because of that, it focuses on like one thing to master. 
And if they go after it, they can usually do very well with that, right? So um, that's Trump's birthday. It's the Chinese zodiac, the year, birth year, the dog, right? But in terms of uh, the self element, um, how he, like the core being, I th- I'm pretty sure his his chart is earth, the earth sheep or ox, which corresponds to his um, his his midheaven, Taurus, an ox, I guess you can say, this is an ox, Taurus, producer, money, resources, you know, earth, so he's an earth sheep, earth down to earth, practical. Uh, usually this uh, earth sheep is very rebellious, but also generous, altruistic. Altruistic means kind of like selfless. Usually talented, but somewhat self-indulgent character. Uh, Taurus can be a negative. Taurus can be self-indulgent. Because a Taurus or an ox has all the abundance around them, think about all the grass and the meadow, beautiful meadow. They just they can just eat 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 enjoy the luxuries of the resources in life. I heard uh, from Alex Jones that he was saying that Trump's probably biggest to him his biggest fault I guess personal fault is the guy likes to eat big steaks, which in this case would be a cannibal because he's ox. Uh, he likes to eat big steaks and eat big tubs of ice cream, gorge himself at night. You know. However, uh, even though an ox can overindulge their war courses, supposedly Trump works 15, 16, 17 hours a day, nonstop. A lot of energy, you know, a lot of reserves. Um, this earth sheep or ox is usually extremely kind and generous, especially to the ones that belong to their circle, you know, uh, their circle or their uh, their family friends, their business associations, family of origin, people who support them. That's why they never run out of energy because they're always uh, around people that can prop them up or supply them. Uh, a lot of stamina, right? So, um, with that said, this earth sheep uh, tends to be uh, Robin Hood. And uh, and usually their heart is in the right place. And even though, like, if you might be seeing this, be like, what the fuck are you talking about? That guy's an asshole. He's a racist. He's he's a billionaire and all this stuff. um, uh, Yes, he's a billionaire. And... uh, just like that song says from that musical, everyone's a little bit racist. Probably is racist too. Well, I don't know him personally. Well, however, his actions that what I've seen, um, I don't know. I haven't really seen all that. Uh, yes, this Muslim, this well, I don't say Muslim ban. It's this immigration refugee ban can be painted like that. Um, but if you look at it for what it is, rationally. It's, uh, it's restrictions on travel based on countries that the U.S. bombed the last eight years and actually 10 years probably. Uh, 
And those are the countries that are restricted, basically. Like it or not, those are the countries. It's the countries that the United States bombed are being restricted. And they happen to have mostly Muslim people who are killing other Muslims in their country. You know, but with that said, um, I still haven't seen stuff that he's done that's racist. You know, uh, not that I've really searched and searched and searched for hours for that. I just, but I have been keeping tabs on what he's been doing the last year, per se, in the in the media and the, also the underground media. Um, so anyway, uh, this Earth sheeps are usually Robin Hood. Uh, hearts in the right place. Um, supposedly, this uh, this President Trump's been quite aware of the globalist agenda, the quote unquote new world order, and kind of, I guess you can say, under under by hiding in plain sight and being involved in these circles. Uh, establishment circles, or at least very wealthy circles, is kind of like been quietly biding his time to make some changes, right? Uh, supposedly, he's known about, like I said, about the New World Order, the globalist movement, and has been against it for many years, right? Uh, a lot of stuff has happened in the last seven days since he was became officially the president, number 45 of the United States. Um, in terms of uh, his tenured cycle in the Zodiac, it's of, uh, it has a lot of luck in it, in the middle of it, metal locks. Um, like I say, never runs out of energy. That earth element paints him to be uh, very busy and productive, but towards the end of this lucky cycle, 2000, it was 2013 for him, it may, all his busy work and productivity may get voided at the end of the cycle in 2023 um, because some, so much of his supporters will end up turning out to be less than friends. And becoming enemies, and uh, but luckily for him, and I guess the United the Americans, 2016 is a very lucky year for him. Um, so he was able to get through forecasting. He may be able to get through all that, um, all the tax against him in 2016 and 2017, and guess actually get something that benefits America uh, done, right? But uh, supposedly the last couple of years. Of his presidency should be pretty tough because uh, 2018 is an Earth Dog year, year of the dog, which is his birth sign, birth year. But with Earth too, that's almost like too much Earth. He already has he already has Earth in his self chart, zodiac chart. But then if you have it in the also in your birth chart, and it comes up, that's almost like too much practicality. Which breeds enemies and attackers. May they make him seem to come out of left field all of a sudden, trying to destroy his reputation, even his presidency, all the work he's done up until then. 
So, but that two years of the lucky uh, monkey and rooster energy for him, if he stays steadfast and has integrity, he should remain successful. And I'm saying this all about Trump um, is like, I don't, I won't say I don't care, but uh, I'm starting to transcend from this need to post, to prop up a, a government leader as a mentor or someone to uh, look up to, you know, because I'm realizing these borders are, can be transcended. So I see the presidential race. I'm not going to try to talk about geopolitics too much, even though I find it interesting. That's another, another broadcast, but I found it to be interesting. However, I think geopolitics and politics in general represent the split in our, uh, in our psyche of, wanting to be taken care of and nurtured and guided and reprimanded, but also the other dynamic of being wanting to be a free sentient being. So these politics, liberal, conservative, represent those two extremes, right? And it's just that people, why people are so worked up about this president is it's representing a core primal belief in them. Right, they don't know all the all this information, all these feelings that are flooding them constantly, but they don't see it for what it could actually be, which is like a more core personal relationship with themselves that they have to deal with and awaken to. But they're projecting on this man, you know. Not to say that his tri- the choices that he that he makes and his establishment makes don't affect the world and the country. However. Look at it for what it is. See if, Use this rooster energy to see things for what they actually are. Due diligence in organizing and analyzing data and speaking your mind, right? I saw something from a, a good friend on their, on their Facebook page that spoke on the um, importance of using your listening skills instead of your mouth now, right? Two years, one mouth. Reason. So this year is going to be a, a testimony in practicing that. You know, we see a lot of these these chicken uh, chicken symbols already. Chicken rooster symbols, right? Popping up everywhere. Uh, I saw uh, my other good friend. He he posted a KFC video. Of like Colonel Sanders in his office in all gold, right? And that that definitely is a, is a, is a synchronicity to the rooster year, which is the color is gold. Is 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 the standout. It's and it's chicken, right? That's another thing. Chicken, right? Chicken is very very prevalent around the world. So it's going to be a testimony and the rooster is going to be up in your face constantly in symbols. Like I said, take care of these symbols around you. Pay attention. Every time you eat a chicken, think about how this is year of a chicken. Think about how that could be seen as disrespectful to eat the, the symbol of the, of the energy that you're supposed to be using. Or if you want, I guess you could think about how you by ingesting the chicken, you're getting the power of the energy, 
of the energy, but it's going to be a constant reminder. Don't say you weren't you weren't shown the symbol of the energy of the of the movement of the of the way the natural order of the of the subconscious lunar month being shown to you. You know all this chicken, 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 chicken. Kind of like how Hindus they worship uh, cows. They they worship the sacredness of the of cattle, right? Some people think that's because uh, the milk they give off is life-giving. Some people think it's because they, when they shit, mushrooms grow from them, and then the psychedelic mushrooms from the shit put you in another dimension, commune with God, goddess, source energy, most high. That's why they don't eat them. But regardless of the fact, beef is everywhere, especially in America, right? Everywhere. But now it's going to be chicken all up in your face. Chicken, chicken, chicken. What does the rooster mean to you? Think about how that rooster has that, we call it the crown. You know, that that skin flap over its head and neck, right? The crown, crown chakra, your connection to source energy, right? Think about how this, or don't think about how entertainment doesn't always equal liberation. As, as uh, Dick Gregory was saying uh, on a recent video, you know, we always talk about, uh, we wish our movies would have more black culture. We wish our movies would have more consciousness. Wish our comedians would be more conscious. But Gregory's, uh, Mr. Gregory, how about Gregory, what, uh, take was that no liberation was ever brought, brought, brought on by entertainment, by entertainers. So why should you think any differently now? Think about how organization and scholarship are going to be very great tools to utilize in your writing and also your deciphering information in this coming lunar year with all the shit, all the shit talking. You've already seen it. You thought Year of the Monkey was was crazy. It's all the debating. This this shit's going to be off the hook, you know? Just because you can say something doesn't mean you should. Think about getting... To entertain yourself with means to relieve stress. Part of it is how that is compared to learning real practical skills. Think about constructive criticism, how that important that is. Think about like not blowing up on people. I'm telling this because I'm that's going to be my um, dance this year. Think about constructive criticism, how important it is to get constructive criticism by people you actually respect, right? As the brother was saying on the video, uh, like, I gave a speech. He gave a speech to all these people, and he was killing it. He was doing really good, right? Really 
felt like he was inspiring people, had good energy. And the whole time he's giving the speech, the guy's fly was down. Nobody told him because they were afraid to be real with him, you know? <laughs> so be around people that will tell you when something embarrassing happens like that, you know? It's not afraid to wake you up, you know, out of your slumber or wake you up out of your amazement, good or bad. Courage, ambition, pride. Cool thing about this uh, lunar astrology is that it's a great counterpart to um, the Western stellar astrology that goes about goes about using the constellation to show your relationships here on Earth. Except the this lunar astrology is not subject subjected to the stellar influences. It's more, it more belongs to an awareness of your inner potential here on Earth. Yes, this may be an illusion. However, we're here for a reason. Tell me what that reason is. If you like, go to my blog, our blog. Test Dreaming Blog. Google it. I'll talk to you later. This is part one. I'll see you next time. Have a good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.